I can see this being in a movie that I like. The new Q105. Um, Thursday, March 3rd, about 2.15 in podcast land. I am not going to spoil the Batman here. I saw it last night after I wrapped up work. Um, If I feel that I'm getting too close to spoilers, I will shut this thing down. I'll even do some edits if I have to, because I do not want to ruin it for you, but I also can't withhold some thoughts. If you want, if you want to go in to the theater with a complete blank slate, shut this down right now. This one's on you. Um, like uh, like uh, the, the Love is Blind story uh, that Alex and I talked about the other day made its way to some of my prep sites. So we talked about it on the air. And just how Alex and I, I think we're in agreement, like, that's on you, girl. Uh, you put yourself in front of the gun and the triggers were pulled. Um, here's a here's a sampling of what I'll get into and you can decide whether or not this is um, too spoilery. There was a couple a little younger than me with a little boy. He was, I don't know, we'll go eight, uh, in front of us last night at the theater at Fallen Fall Timbers, which was about 80% full. Uh, I'm curious of what that little boy thought of it. I didn't hear any screaming or see him covering his eyes, but this is a legit PG-13 movie. Um, before I dive into that, I'm adding something. Um, I always tell people when I offer them some remedial or social media fundamentals, uh, you got to put the stuff everywhere. Um, That's why I appreciate, I I know you might be slightly irritated if you see the same content of mine on Instagram that you do on Facebook. Um, But not everybody is everywhere. So I tell people, if you're trying to get your thing out there, put it on Instagram. Put it everywhere. Same thing I pass along when there's a client that works at the radio station. Yeah, like, Do some advertisements here. But because we live in such a fractured world, um, put it everywhere strategically because it would be suicide to break yourself up uh, years ago and do a little here and a little here and a little here because it's such a small amount everywhere that it'll be missed. But that's my strategy for you. Um, I'm adding something else to that. I have several times. Like, this is the one thing that I've never maintained. And if you pay attention to some Facebook stuff, once a week I have a several hundred word post up there, which it's essentially a blog post. I have never maintained regularly a blog. Um... I have a strategy now, and a friend the other day suggested, hey, you should have blank. Not a blog, but it got me on this. and took me back down my WordPress rabbit hole. So if you go to ericchaseblog.wordpress.com, uh, it'll be easy enough to find. And give me a moment as I'm still trying to figure it all out. And when I do a long post, which is often content here anyway, I'll put it there. Um, but every day here at the radio station... I send 
You you go to any websites or blogs where it's just links. Um, there's places I go where I enjoy that. Uh, Axios does that. The Big Lead, a sports site. Um, Marginal Revolution. So every day I collect links for myself to talk about here on the air and other places. Um, and what I do is I make a I put an email out to everybody on the staff of things they should know about. And they can use it if they if they want to or not. So this requires very little extra work since I've already done some of it and figuring out WordPress and what's going to make it look nice. So I'm going to do is I'm just going to copy that, those links, and put it on this every day. Um, it is an extension of what I try to do um, here and on the air. And I think I've told you this before. Um, it's my job. I view it as my job to know as much as possibly there is going on here. I won't know everything. And to convey that to you either here in longer bites or on the air in smaller bites. There's another night marking coming on May 6th at the Botanical Gardens. You might not have known that. At this point, I don't think there will be a Glass City Beer Festival because drinking season is drinking season is upon us. Um, wine Fest is this week. A Glass City Wine Fest. Acoustics for Autism. Usually there's Beer, fe- pe- beer Fest. Then we get into St. Patrick's Day, then Opening Day, and it's just and pause at Mother's Day. Give your liver a three week break, and then get into it again after Memorial Day for all the festivals. Um, so it's really hard to know everything or even a little, um, little things that's going on here. Like I always see my friend Matt on the weekends to help him with meal preps. And there's some fairly big stories, and he doesn't know because he's got two kids. He's running his own business, and I'm sure you're very similar. So if you like going to websites, I basically will aggregate all the things that I think you might find interesting rather than you going to all the websites, the local websites, the Blade, the news places, and other places, Twitter, Instagram. Um, I'll put that there for you. So um, you can decide whether or not you find it helpful enough for you. Um. The Batman stuff. Let me start with The Dark Knight Rises. There will be spoilers for this in some way because that that's... We're, we're, so check this out. Oh, hold on. There, I'm definitely just riffing here and doing stream of consciousness, but I have thought The Batman, The Dark Knight, has been an integral part of my really messed up psyche for the last 15 years. Batman Begins, I saw it in Sag, I saw it in Birch Run. I didn't even know there was a Batman movie coming out, but I went to it and I got sucked in. I was mesmerized by a movie being made so well. So I was obviously ecstatic and not I was not upset when I, I in 2006 uh, I think I was working at Tower 983 when I saw Heath Ledger was cast after Brokeback Mountain for the Joker. I wasn't irate as many internet people were. Um, I was excited, as excited as I could be for almost anything, for The Dark Knight. That is arguably the most important year of cinema for where we are now, which is littered with IP and superheroes, in history. Because in May, I think, we got Iron Man. In the summer, we got The Dark Knight Rise. We got The Dark Knight which I went to uh, a midnight showing of. Um, I got to the theater at like 8 o'clock. I watched uh, uh, my baseball team do a trade on my flip phone. 
and probably it probably cost me four dollars to access the internet, but I I was there for like seven hours, seven hours. I left the dark night, and I had to fill in for the morning show at my old radio station there in Allentown, and I went to the station and uh, I blogged and I said. Uh, the short version was, this wasn't a Batman movie. It was a Joker movie. Um, I didn't understand the psychology of it. I had no idea that it was about terrorism and so many other things. But it was a Joker movie. It was Joker-centric. Um, I wrote that blog post, went on the air, and 2008 was a couple of years after the diagnosis. I had been reading my books. I had been seeking out counseling. I don't think I was in it at that time. But... The dark night pulled me into a dark place. Um, wasn't medicated. I don't think I was seeing any helpful counseling. Or if I was on medication, uh, it was a, a trial and I got rid of it pretty quickly. But it's when I began consuming a very large amount of the dark Batman Chronicles that had become so popular. And it pulled me into that darkness. It really messed with my head. My My head was my brain was like wet noodles. Um, fast forward four years, I was even more excited for The Dark Knight Rises, 2012, which was the worst year of my life. I didn't lose any parents or anything like that. I had moved back out to Detroit, and within six or eight weeks of this project I was excited about, they fired like 40% of the people. I was a broken human. Um, I am, I, I was not medicated then and I was doing sports talk and I couldn't control myself. Um, all I did was wake up, read sports, get into the station, write sports, then go talk sports. Then when I'd get home, I'd eat dinner, take a half an hour break and then start watching sports or seeing what I missed while I was on the air. It consumed my life. I don't know if I socialized in Detroit more than two or three times. Um, in the middle of that year in June, um, and I won't retell this story right before the dark night came out. Uh, I, I was broken. I vanished from work for a week and it's when I got Diddy. Um, Diddy and the dark night are like integral parts of, of my life. That was the dark night rises. I've now had Diddy for 10 years. Uh, like Ben Affleck doesn't count. So in between the dark night rises and now. Diddy's made it. Knock on wood. Thankfully, he's still in some good shape. Um, and I remember waking up, and I had uh, that day, whenever it came out in July, I avoided the internet. Uh, and then I get to the movie theater in Livonia, and I see police cars. And I'm like, what's going on? Like, I realize it's a, it's a big deal, but not that big. And then I had seen what happened in, what, Aurora? Um, and that struck me that someone used something that was very deep emotionally to me to cause so much terror and carnage. So with that on my mind, not that I was afraid that was going to happen, but just someone that, that someone violently used something that I love to take lives. Uh, and then obviously is the movie end where it looked like Batman died. Because he fixed the autopilot. Um, I was I put my sunglasses on and, and walked quickly out of the theater because I was absolutely sobbing. And then I got in into the station for my show at three o'clock, 
and I just was sad and asked for that to stop happening, for people to stop doing things like that. Uh, I can I can only look back now and see that it was probably just like a blubbering, incoherent mess. Um, Batman pulled me into a dark place. So to move to uh, this movie, again, no spoilers. Let me look at my notes. I'll tell you this. It t- and now since the Dark Knight Rises, it's been one ditty or ten years. First of all, I I enjoyed it. Um, I don't want to use certain adjectives because I don't want to ruin it for you. But again, it is it is a it is legitimately PG thirteen. Um, probably more language than violence. Um, Robert Pattinson is what I thought he would be. Colin Farrell was magnificent to me. How can I do this? Farrell was, and there were some rumors, dismissive rumors or talk that he was not in the movie a lot, not a major character. And I guess you could say that, but he plays, he's not on screen as much as others, but he plays a very important role. And then he, to me, he does the best acting job. So, take that for what it is. Um, It's a PG-13 movie. We've had a decade, if not more than that, of Batman content that has been able to flourish across many platforms or older things that have come to more popularity as the Dark Knight trilogy brought more fans into the Batverse. And I am very pleased... Um, the, the star, the MVP of this is Matt Reeves, the director, who uh, did the Planet of the Apes. And when I when I knew that he did that, I was like, okay, this is going to be the tone of what I'm looking for in a Batman movie. Um, for me, the Christian Bale stuff was far more emotional. Not because of what I have already explained, but you'll see. You'll see. Again, I don't want to use adjectives to ruin this for you. Um I won't even use what a friend of mine said, but Colin Farrell is magnificent. Matt Reeves is fantastic, and he made a brilliant movie. It was more than a movie. It was an experience. I had joked, I was going to take off a couple of days to digest the movie and maybe go see it again, and I I, gave, I, was, I was joking, but I was seriously thinking about doing that um, last night and, and today, but I, here I am. It was more than a movie. It was an experience. Um, I got what I wanted from Paul Dano. If you have seen any of his movies, um, the one that jumps out to me is There Will Be Blood. And there are certain scenes in there where I was like, that's that's Paul Dano being Paul Dano. Um, it doesn't look like past Riddlers. I think you'll, you'll enjoy the take. What else? There was one thing that was looking like it was going to happen that has been a part of... So they have used a lot of the recent Batman things, the the growing Batverse, and did did a lot of fan service in this movie with those things. If you're not me, you might not recognize them. I'm happy to um, educate you on them. But there's one thing that I've read in recent, and I mean over the last decade or so, Batman comics and storylines that they seem to be creeping down the path of, but ultimately it didn't happen because this this thing is a paragon in the world of Batman, and I was hoping that it wasn't going to be destroyed. What else? What else can I give you? That's it. 
that's it. I don't I don't want to ruin anything else. Uh, there is some foreshadowing. I'm not even going to touch the one thing that you might be thinking I can't keep myself from talking about. I'll give you this, though. Do you remember the line that Jim Carrey made famous? I'm pretty sure it's from that movie. And I look back on those, and those movies are campy. They're very campy. They were cartoonish then. They're campy, like the Adam West series now, because we have more perspective. Um, But there's a Jim Carrey line that I think is used in this. So Matt Reeves... Um, there is inspiration and I don't think you have to pay too close attention to see that there are homages. There is great respect paid to Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight movies. Um, again, a lot of the things that I've enjoyed about Batman in my life from across the spectrum of content are alluded to in this movie. Um, I'm not going to touch that one thing, but I'll say this near the end of the movie. Both Josh and I, who went to go see it, were like, is that maybe? So, um, I will not do spoilers um, all weekend long, but Monday, you know my deal, it's off. Like, if this movie was so important to you that you couldn't make time, and it is a legit three hours, and there is kind of a pretty big false ending. Like, I was getting, I was leaving the comfort of my seat. Like, I was preparing myself to get out. And then there was like another 30 minutes. It is a legit three hours. I'm telling you, this is not a movie. It is an experience. And I'll share more um, early next week. But yeah, yeah, Monday, my embargo, my my personally imposed embargo of all things spoiler are off. Like I said, if you couldn't make time to go see it at that point, that's on you. If you can't keep yourself off the internet at a certain point, uh, that's on you. Some of us want to talk about these things, but I will, I will wait till Monday. And I'll wrap it up with one fun thing. I wonder I wonder if there will be a shortage of duct tape <laughs> after seeing this movie. So, like I said, not just a movie, but an utter experience. So, if you go, enjoy it. And I was going to use something else, but again, I don't want to ruin anything. This is, like I pointed out, 2008 was Iron Man and Batman put us where we are now. Iron Man and... The- the Dark Knight put us where we are now. This is an integral life. Uh, this is an integral month of my nerddom. Got the Batman, my favorite comic book character ever, even though it brought me to dark places. It taught me about myself. It taught me that I was in dark places and I can go get help. Um, the man I revered as a kid, Picard, is out for season two. I haven't watched it yet. And Moon Knight comes out on March 30th, a character so similar to Batman. It's the Marvel version of Batman, but it goes farther because he has disassociative identity disorder, multiple personalities. I love Oscar Isaac, and even though it's going down more of a supernatural way than a brutal way, saving that for Daredevil, my second favorite character, I'm very excited for Moon Knight Um, And I'm sure they will dive into the mental health aspect of it, much as as recent writers of that have. I give myself a a passing, I don't like to do A, B, C, D, or 1 to 10. I give myself a passing grade for no spoilers here. Thanks for listening.